The question we're thinking about this week, which comes sometimes in the context of a service, is what has God been doing in your life this week? And you might like just a few moments to think about that, and we're going to come back to it later. Now, since Thursday Live started, Gertrude and I have been working together, and Gertrude has mostly done the talks, and I've prepared the liturgy. And I've been trying to make the liturgy a bit seasonal, because I think sometimes we sort of lose track of the seasons of the church year. So when we started in April, we were in the season of Easter, and then we moved on to Ascension, and then Pentecost and Trinity. So we're now in the season of Trinity, which is also called Ordinary Time. And if we were in church, we would have the the green frontals and hangings. And this season of Ordinary Time goes all the way through the summer into the autumn. And the next major festival we have is Harvest, before we get to Remembrance, and then Advent and Christmas. So actually, it's quite a long time of ordinary. And we have 20 weeks up to the end of October, followed by All Saints on the 1st of November. So yes, this is a long time. And I guess the church calendar was set up perhaps with the Northern Hemisphere in mind. Um, We're often outside or on holiday over this summer period. And so perhaps we, we don't notice too much. So I was thinking about this ordinary time. Is it, is it a time of sort of loitering and hanging about? A time of drifting and waiting between one big event and another? Or is it, or can it be, something a bit more significant? Now you may have noticed in our reading from Galatians, uh, where Paul says... After three years, and then later in chapter 2, verse 1, he says, after 14 years. And you wonder if anything sort of particularly dramatic happened in that time. It does seem an awfully long time since his conversion experience recorded in Acts to what we know of his later ministry. And like Paul, I suspect many of us will have had one or more occasions when we've had a significant moment with God, with our faith. A moment when something sort of clicked into place or when we became acutely aware of God's presence. And that may or may not be uh, something more or less dramatic, but a significant moment nonetheless. And we may also well have had many years where actually not much seems to be happening. And of course, it's not, uh, it's not Christmas every day, and we can't live on a high all the time. And we need times of waiting and preparation, this sort of ordinary time. But I think there is also a danger that we can get into a sort of mindset that we can only encounter God in dramatic or significant experience. And I think there are various ways in which uh, this idea is fostered, Um, three ways that I thought of in particular. So firstly, in, in books, and we read 
inspiring lives and stories of various missionaries or campaigners or those whose lives have really been turned around by coming to know Jesus. And and please don't get me wrong here because these are wonderful and inspiring stories and and I'm glad. But of course the downside is that you don't get to hear about ordinary people. People going about their ordinary lives in a spirit-filled way because, well, basically because it doesn't make a good book. And so sometimes reading these wonderful stories actually can make me feel a bit sort of inadequate. And secondly, I think in some sort of sense we find the same sort of thing in the Bible because what we have recorded is significant moments in people's lives, their encounter with God. And in the Gospels, their encounter with Jesus. And of course, it's right and proper that the focus is on Jesus and not other people. But you see, we would dearly love to know what happened, for instance, to the people Jesus healed, to the people no longer possessed by evil spirits, or maybe somebody like Nicodemus or Joseph of Arimathea. So all I can say for my life is I haven't had a dramatic healing or a demon cast out. But I can say that I have encountered Jesus. Now the third thing about encountering God in these significant ways is sharing testimony. And this is where the question, what has God been doing in your life this week, you know, comes in. So you have people sharing their experience of God this week, this month. And again, please don't get me wrong on this. This is great and it's wonderful to hear what God has been doing in people's lives. It's just, I think it can lead to what has been described as testimony tennis. And again, I have to say, it can make me feel a bit inadequate because my life doesn't seem to be like that. So here, those are three possible downsides in focusing on the extraordinary. So what about focusing more on the, on the ordinary? Well, of course, there are downsides to focusing on the ordinary as well, because if you can find God in the everyday, in the ordinary and in the waiting, I think sometimes we can get a bit lazy because if you can find God when you're busy and occupied, then why set aside time for prayer and silence? And if you can find God at home or in the garden or at work or wherever... Why go to church? And if God loves you the way you are, then why strive to be different? And of course, like so many things in the Christian faith, the answer is both and. If you never set a time, side time for God, then you won't be able to hear him in your busyness. And if you never make corporate worship part of your life, then your own worship 
can become shallow. And if you never try to be a better person, then God can't with us, work with us um, to become more Christ-like. So we don't want too much ordinary and neither do we want too much special. And for some, I think this virus time may have meant we've had rather too much, far too ordinary, actually just being around and finding things to do. Or you may have been working twice as hard as you were before and so actually been very busy. Now, in either of those cases, have you been finding God there? Or maybe not. And how do you feel about that? So for me, I've been busy. But I do also feel I'm sort of hanging around waiting for something to happen. For the virus to end, to sort of get back to normal. And we've been hanging around for rather longer than we expected. So maybe this season of lockdown helps us to focus on being ordinary. This season of Trinity, ordinary time. Are we finding God present in this ordinary? So God loves us as we are. But he also calls us to be deeper, richer, fuller expressions of ourselves. And God calls us as we are and sends us to do things we say are beyond us. And God loves us in our ordinariness, but also calls us to encounter him in the extraordinary. As Bishop Festo Cavendere once said, I'm just an ordinary Christian. There are no extraordinary Christians anywhere. Just ordinary ones saved by an extraordinary saviour. So we come back to the question, which I think I would prefer to phrase, what has God been doing in your life? Full stop, without the this week. Because I think if you ask me about this week, I don't really know. But I would also want to say that I am comfortable with that. Now, others of you may have a different view. So you might like to think about what has God been doing in your life? <laughs>